Live Rock Remnant Reality Radio Zrip 2.0 Rock Reflections. This is Shalak Scribe. I apologize for the lateness of my arrival on the call. I was engaged in some marketplace ministry and just signed somebody up for LifeWave, so I apologize for the interruption. Um, can somebody help me out? Let me know whereabouts we're at. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you all right. Hey, Dan, how you go? How you doing? Um, great, great, great. Oh, uh, wow. Um, I don't know. Um, we've just been listening to recordings. So, uh, uh, are you there, Yami? Yes, and it was a horror. It was what now? It was what now, Yami? Yami, you broke up. Hallelujah. Yami, are you still there? Well, I thought I guess maybe she was praying and uh live. I've been listening to pre recording since about nine or a little bit before, so um, I may have uh, kind of heard her come in, but I uh, didn't think it was live. So, great. Uh, I was still listening to uh, Patrick Sweat, Keith Sweat, uh, All right. talking about getting out of that wheelchair. So, ah. it was a powerful testimony that he did, because I remember seeing him walking. So that was a miracle in itself. I really don't remember him being in a wheelchair. I don't remember uh, Keith Sweat, Pete, I mean, Patrick being in a wheelchair, but, wow, hearing Rock talk and him talk on him walking a little bit, a little bit, and a little bit, and then seeing the finished version of it when I seen him. So it's good to see the miracles transpired that he was walking and I was picking him up and taking him to the library and different things. So, Wow. Yeah. Well, praise you after that. I must have missed that part of the, uh, must not have been that involved in that part of it at that point in time. Um, I am probably about 10 minutes away from the house, and then I will be getting on, and we will be getting rolling. But I guess we can keep going um, and try to catch up later as it goes. Otherwise, how was your day? You want to come forward with your uh uh, with your thankful things, and if Yami is listening um, and she wants to pray, clear the line as we start out, that would be great as well. Well, let me turn this radio. That is my background noise. Let me clear that first. And I will, can you hear me okay still? Yes, I can. Yeah, I got some headphones on, so let me know if it goes out. 
I just come from the fitness center myself, trying to get a good workout in and a customer uh, getting ready to finish up with a bicycle. So I definitely want to pray, Yeshua HaMashiach, that your precious and mighty way, your will being done in every, every aspect of our lives, that you open doors and close doors, that you made a mighty miracle transpire in all of us. And we thank you that it's only through you that we have our life, health, and well-being. We thank you for Scribe uh, Marketplace Ministry. We thank you for the joy of Yeshua being his strength. And above all else, you desire that he prosper, being helped even as his soul prosper. So we thank you, Yeshua, for opening the door in the nick of time, sending forth the amount of means that's going to be needed to help fund uh, the uh, emulators and fund the uh, other endeavors that he has in Sheboygan and surrounding areas. His time again to Arizona and traveling the, the globe, we'll say, so that nationwide others may know Yeshua HaMashiach by the way he have loved one for another and love for your people, and as well as the passion for uh, biking across the nation and being Perukatah by the other uh, fellow believers that are bicyclists, (laughs) that are bikers, uh, whether it be Harley or various other uh, motorcycles. Yeshua, we have no prejudice and we have no uh, passion and love for just one. We thank you for all the bikers that proclaim the name of Yeshua. So if they're lifting up holy hands, we pray that you move mightily, that they're accepted, and even us on bicycles. So you sure have your way there, gracious Father, that you move mightily upon this call today, clear any hexes, backs, any uh, enemy attacks, anything that others may do to try to prevent the teaching sacred scripture steps from being taught. We thank you for the founders, the foundation of this organization. We thank you for the president, CEO, and or vice president of Transform Ministries. So we thank you that you moved mightily upon their heart years ago to help others be delivered from strongholds, soul ties, and many different narcotics and or alcohol beverages. So in your precious and mighty son's name, we pray and thank you. Amen. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Dan. I am glad to be here. As I said earlier, I just uh, I signed up my mother uh, as a bronze distributor in LifeWave this evening and hoping for exciting things with that. And just, you know, it's, it's one of those things that Yahweh wants to push us to be more for our neighbor. And that's not going to happen until we actually know ourselves. And that's only going to happen once we look in ourselves and realize that, yeah, you know, I'm lacking. There are certain things about me that I'm not comfortable with, that I'm not doing, that now, I put on these false fronts. I put on a, you know, um, a rough exterior, a mask of sorts. But it doesn't allow the truth 
It doesn't allow that which hinders me from being all he wants me to be to surface. So so long as I'm so long as I'm hiding something, so long as I'm hiding um, an unexpressed fear, an unrealized, uh, not even an unrealized, why are you so close to my driveway? Oh, there are, no, really, dude? Guy's a foot and a half out into my driveway. I'm trying to pull into it. GMC Yukon. You gotta love people. Thank you, y'all, for helping me to love people. So, hallelujah. I am in transit. I will be back in the house momentarily. Um, and then it will uh, not sound so convoluted, and I will ho- hopefully have more direction than I ha- am able to tap into right now on my phone. If there's anybody else that would like to carry the conversation for a minute, that would be much appreciated. Hallelujah. So. Hallelujah. Uh, well, let me see if I can break. Post a song here real quick. What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? Oh, that's Marissa. Hey, Marissa. We've got Rocket Santa, Marissa, on the road. Yes, we're on the road. Yes, I'm in the vehicle with so, Rocket Santa. Yeah, I gathered that much. So, Hallelujah. all right, we're going to break for a song real quick while I get my uh, computer set back up. This is Raging Fire. Sounds awesome. We are dead to rights, born and raised. We are thick and thin till our last days. So hold me close and I'll surrender to your heart. You know how to give and how to take You see every hope I locked away So pull me close and surrender to my heart Before the flame goes out tonight Yeah, we'll live until we die So come on
Your heart be next to mine Before the flame goes out tonight We can live until we die Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Again, I would like to ask you all to forgive me for not starting this thing as it normally starts. But you are listening to uh, RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections, where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadosh today or our own yuck of flesh? I am Shalayak Scribe, your Yajay for Yahweh this evening. We start each podcast normally at 707 Pacific Standard, 907, I'm sorry, not 707 Pacific Standard. Yeah, 707 Pacific Standard, 907 Central, and 1007 Eastern. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-731-3257. Again, that number, 727-731-3257. No access code needed. Just that number and you're in. If you're new, we hope this resonates with you and you keep coming back. If you're not new, well, welcome back. Normally, we would have gone through the warning by now. Um, I don't know who needs to be muted here, but we're going to try to do it this way. Oh, that might have been Marissa. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Um Warning, warning, warning. Uh, need, to, need, to, need to turn a page here. There we go. Warning, damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here, when you leave here, let it stay here. Transformed recovery is the refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. Our warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up, share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our souls. 
Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into his marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom to feel you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance, and the transformed out and transformed out is not connected to any law enforcement agencies. You are not being set up for any type of failure here. No incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find your new exciting life as one in your new Yah fam as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like other 12-step programs. Rather, rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the lost on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very, very confidential. Opening up as a group is not to put your bad business out there, but rather to put solutions out there. We in Transformed have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship groups from all walks of life. People from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable, newcomers will come into our groups, extremely worldly, fleshly broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting in souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, soul sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs or may have even used it today. It is very hard to help someone who is intoxicated, so we encourage anyone attending that has used today to please speak with the transformer after the gathering. We are aware that some are suffering severely and are hurting over things that may be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know that you're in the right place. You're safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances. One scars, one seemingly independent doom of a jail sentence, a repossession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggle with homelessness, or even a house fire where all personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, a death of a loved one, sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and bodily harm, etc., etc. One second, please. The list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false elves, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person share, empathetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. Their language may be offensive as they may not have yet learned to communicate properly without street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask you to long suffer with those still working on the perfecting of their potential dysfunctional drug-damaged or destroyed abusive character. We ask as you share to refrain from inappropriate speech, but we must all be sensitive to where each speaker is. Some may have never opened up a Bible before and may have no clue who the Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh or the Ruach HaKadosh, Holy Spirit. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in their relationship with the Creator. Some may not know Him at all, and some may in fact have had bizarre church experiences whereby the spirit of Ahava, or love, was pursuing them, but yet could not receive that, uh, that love, or may have rejected Yah, love, as He was trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing there is a saying that truly applies and transformed. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we are of no earthly good. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working Sacred Scripture 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership 
set forth for Transformers in the sacred scriptures. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. All right, Dan has already prayed us in, and I thank him for that. We're going to jump into our seventh bodybuilder or our love offering. This offering goes to support our radio and prison ministries, our faith favor farms, and our houses of worship, as well as our Yahability ministries. We will do or endeavor to do whatever it is that Yah puts on our hearts. It's to his kavod. It's to educate and display, show off his kanan in this world because this world is his and everything in it is his. Now, everybody gets all bent out of shape. They get their panties in a bundle when we start talking about giving. We are not reaching into people's pockets or wallets or purses because we want to. While it's necessary, we understand that people get uncomfortable when this happens. But again, it's not our doing. Things need to be done. People need to be fed. People need to be clothed. And the Mishpachah needs to be doing it. That's the Mishpachah's job. Malachi 3.8 states, Will a man rob Elohim? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, and what have we robbed you? In the tithe and the offering. Now, while the tithe may have been speaking specifically to foodstuffs at the time, the offering isn't necessarily limited to that. But both were expected for the purposes of increasing the availability of effort that the Mishpachah can put in. And if it was important at the time Malachi wrote it, it's just as important or more so now because things are more expensive, more complicated, what have you. But Yah states, you are cursed for the curse, for the nation, all of it. You are robbing me. Hmm. Do you think Yah meant it when he said, thou shalt not steal, back when he sent the Ten Commandments down with Moses? Odds are pretty good that he wasn't kidding about it. But I don't think he was hoarding. We know that our, our Elohim is not a hoarder. He does not rob for the sake of robbing. He is not unjust like that. While he said to them that we were robbing him, we were were keeping, they were keeping from him that which they should have been giving to the poor to take care of the poor and the needy. Not just the temple. Not just the Levites not just the Pharisees or the Sadducees or the Sanhedrin or what have you. I don't remember seeing anywhere in Scripture where Abiyah calls for an establishment of a congressional body 
like the Pharisees or the Sanhedrin or any of the rest of it. He wanted true, genuine love poured out to fellow man because people spent enough time in his presence to understand where his focus was. And that was on the needy. And yeah, it's easy to say, well, yeah, is good when you've got enough to go around. But how much more difficult is it to actually exist when all you have, when all you have is your faith? Avi, I made the statement back in uh, back in Genesis and through Exodus that if a man has to borrow or has to loan out his coat or has to sign over his cloak to get money to eat, that whoever he bar- whoever he gave it up to for that coin does not have the right to keep it overnight. Or that person will cry out to Yahweh and Yahweh will hear them. And it won't go well for the person keeping the cloak, whatever it may happen to be at the time. The suggestion, the command is bring all the tithe into my storehouse so that there may be food in my house. And test me now with this, says Yahweh of hosts, whether I will not open the windows of Shamayim for you and pour out a Barukatah until there is no sufficiency of room to keep it. That should be enough of a promise to verify 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 15, where in a nutshell it says, give with a happy Don't give grudgingly. Those that give sparingly will reap sparingly. Abiyah does not want a kingdom of sparing givers. He wants a kingdom of liberal givers. He wants a mishpachah obedient to giving liberally so he can pour back out to his kids that are obedient and that we are known so that we can be known in the world and to the world as those that have the ability to be generous to a fault. And for anybody that wants to throw out there that Christians or believers or Ivrahi or or whatever you want to label us, that we're supposed to be broke, that we're supposed to be poor, that we're supposed to be destitute, that we're not supposed to consider material wealth or money, I'm going to suggest you get back into your word because I don't see anywhere in Scripture where Abiyah didn't elevate the faithful to a position or a station better than they were in before. And if you believe that you are being instructed and taught and led to improve your station in life through your faith in him and your actions and your obedient actions, your righteous actions, if you're not, if you're seeing that, 
then we would encourage you, and you want to be a part of that, then we would encourage you to go to give.yahweh.love. That'll take you to our PayPal portal. Or you can mail a check or money order to Love, Inc., P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. Or you can text 77777 to 44321. And it can start there for you, just like it did for everybody else. And we will respond in kind. We will respond back. We care about you. We care about what's going on in your life. We want to know you. We want to be friendly. I mean, that's, 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 the, that's, the most, that's the most important part, to show yourself friendly, to show yourself loving. Okay? We can't do that with closed fists. We can't do that holding on so tightly to what we have that we're afraid to lose it. So, again, those addresses are give.yahweh.love, Love, Inc., P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082, or text 77777 to 44321. As I said before, I am Shalash Scribe. I'm grateful to be here. I did just sign my mother up as a bronze distributor in LifeWave, got her order placed, um, got some other conversations started. It was a beautiful day. Got some work done out in the... Uh, um, I don't know if I'd exactly call it a goodness garden because I don't think there's anything intentional growing out there except for maybe a couple of rose bushes that can't really be seen and really, really, really need to be trimmed back. But I'm grateful I was able to get some work done in the yard today. Um, was grateful for, and I am grateful for some positive phone calls. Things are moving in the right direction. And I am just excited to be on the line tonight. Anybody else want to introduce themselves? The lines are now open. Hallelujah. through the other phone and the Bluetooth, so it sounded like I was five times talking. So, anyways, <laughs> can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay, this is Marissa, and I'm not echoing right now. Hallelujah. Okay, I said this is Marissa, and I and I am not sounding like I'm talking five times through the speaker. <laughs> As it was echoing, hallelujah. And... This rock has turned it down. He is driving to Dublin. Are we going? Well, I think we're making a pit stop, and then we're going to 
to the um, they're going to Midlands, Texas. So we're on our way for the evening there, and I am uh, thankful for for today for uh, spending some time in Dallas and going to the one of the 32 weeks offices in the city learning as I am overcoming some of my defects and as well as the, the dog Abe. So thankful he was being a good boy. He's a uh, very good boy at sign up fitness. So I'm thankful that he was listening well. And I'm thankful for whatever that truck thinks they're going. So anyway, so I'm thankful for um for being able to travel and to enjoy the summer weather down south and thankful for everyone on the line so let's back and Sandy here and I'm thankful for my family for Eva and my son Aiden that yeah we're helping them in their their life and I lift them up as well as our, anyone else on the line with children. I pray for our children tonight. We pray for you. Um, you know, we bear coats over them as I am um, rejoicing in what Yahweh is doing for my children as well as everyone else's children on the line. And um, so, yeah, hallelujah. And I also pray for the different things out there are happening. There's some people that are dying in the water. So just pray for safety for swimmers and soldiers as well as others who are just pray for safety over everyone in the Yeshua's name. And I'm thankful that Yahweh can present a protector keeping us safe on the road. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Who's next? Come one, come all. Yami, would you like to introduce yourself to the crowd? I'm not sure you can hear me. We can. Okay, so this is Yami, and I am um, very grateful to be here tonight. Very grateful that Yah has a plan that's bigger than all of us. And um, because we have decided to be his, he is opening doors, and he is bringing to us what we need. And he makes it so we would um, (laughs) have what we need right in front of us. And if we don't take it, we're foolish. And I'm thankful that um, even, even though we fail, he is the strength of our heart and our portion forever. I'm thankful that it's his plan 
for families to be healed and whole, and it shall be. It shall happen. Um, he uh, he will send like the old Pentecostals, I believe, say the hounds of heaven after our family, <laughs> and um, they're good hounds. They really can snip out the enemy so he can be destroyed. So I'm thankful that there's nothing impossible with our Messiah. Hallelujah. I'll pass. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. Yami. We've got a few more of my best guests. Well, yes. Hallelujah. Can you hear me okay? Yes, we can. Okay, I'm not talking to mute then. Hallelujah. Had a chance to give Yeshua Hamashiach some honor today. And over the weekend, um, really feel like I had honored the Sabbath. And Yeshua opened the door that I can just have a a day full of Ruach HaKadosh, serving him, honoring him, praising him. And, um, you know, it just seems like yesterday that I was on this call and Yeshua was convicting my heart of several areas in my life and knowing that I had a laxy daisy prayer life. Pray when I want. He wake me up at two or three in the morning, five in the morning, and I would go to the bathroom, go to the restroom and go back to bed and not giving him the honor that was due his name and peacefully resting in him, but giving in to lust of the eye, lust of the flesh and pride of life. So he, as I said several times, flipped my life upside down, caused a miracle to take place. But first, a ton of suffering, a ton of acknowledging him in all my ways that he would direct my path, a ton of conviction, and also condemning thyself, not examining myself, but condemning, and caused me to have a lot of worries, fears, and stress. So it caused not it, but I caused my whole family to be, I say, in danger of the, uh, I want to say, the chastisement and 
correction of Yeshua, starting with the head on down. So it really gave me a conviction that, yes, you're the cause as the man of a lot of things not taking place that could have been so it said and done. And even in business and ministry, marketplace ministry and in business, not being committed and faithful. So he gives you to acknowledge and examine yourself first. And after you examine, after I examined Daniel and found still of the faith, but coming short of the not walking worthy in the vocation which called, but coming short of the, for lack of um, the Hebraic terminology, but coming short of the glory of Yeshua. So not totally committing all my ways unto him that he would direct my path. So um, I'm speaking of past, present, and today. So in the midst of all that, short story long, I'm still giving him the praise, prayer, and decreeing that he is bringing a miraculous scenario together that the test become a testimony, praise, prayer, and decree, decree that my family, my loved ones, my friends, my foes, my enemies are footstool to Yeshua, but that my family and friends are yet holding on to Yeshua's unchanging hands. He is performing a miracle throughout the body of Yeshua, he, as well as in the Cotton family, um, let's say Cotton and Conte's, but he is performing miracles and bringing something together that only he can do, not through words of my mouth, actions of my own, but only through or my wife's actions or the kids' actions or the words coming out of our mouths. But it was only through his Rock HaKadosh that he can come out as pure gold and he can bring forth an overturning of several scenarios that will allow others to see that it had not been for Yahweh on our side where would we be? Many desired to see a fall. Many desired to see the destruction of a family, a husband and wife, over the years. But Yeshua had a plan. <laughs> we went and celebrated. They still look back and laugh at rock with the sword of the, say the sword of the spirit, the word of Yeshua, as well as giving me a car with a sword in it that if anything come, I could have chopped the head off the enemy hostile because I had enough artillery or weapons or a collection of uh, swords or whatnot to chop some heads off. But thanks be to Yeshua, I didn't get pulled over at the time, but it was a miracle and knowing that I had protection if needed while my wife and I celebrated with our oldest daughter's wedding in Minnesota. So we've celebrated with many on weddings, ceremonies, receptions, celebrated with many 
and now we celebrated our own fifth year anniversary in March, and Yeshua had a plan. Not Daniel's will, not my planning, many other plans in a man's heart, but Yeshua is the end result. So I'm thankful for his plan. We celebrated with uh, our second oldest daughter in Hawaii. They had a second honeymoon. Yeshua had a plan. He knew what he's doing, and he knew what was going to take place, so he knew what to bring out in each of us and that we can have something to hold on to. Uh, we don't want to pass up Daniel, but the oldest two girls got married, and now never know what's going to take place with the boys. The trio, three. So we'll see which one makes that move first. But I'm thankful today that all things work together for good of them that love Yeshua. So I'm praising, decreeing that his will above all else is to see us prosper, be in health, even as our soul prosper. His will to be thankful that Rock was able in the spur of time come down by the bike shop and Yeshua had his way. We're a minor, a small amount of time, but we're able to just give him all the honor for what he's going to do in the midst of a dying and fretful world. So we decree right now no crimes, violence, plague our city tonight. Decree and declare that Yahweh is over Wisconsin, Wisconsin. And the sun is with us that we may be watched and watched after we pray. And that we may acknowledge him in all of our ways that he directs our paths. So if he's saying that again, he's telling somebody to acknowledge him in all your ways that he would direct your paths. You rather humble yourself than be humble. You rather fall on top of the rock than a rock fall on you. So I decree right now that I walk worthy in a vocation which called that my help coming from Yeshua. I look to the hills from what's coming my help, for my help coming from Yeshua. And not walking in the counsel of the unrighteous or the un upright, unholy, but in the in the realm of him with sacred scriptures studied seriously. So I thank him for the bike ride today. Thank him for the exercise today. Thank him for closing out with my day with Yahweh and exercising again at the fitness center. Thank him for feeding me. Thank him for what he's doing in the midst of preparation for kids going back to school with a system that Yeshua will breathe upon and we will be honor roll students throughout the year. And I thank him for even a school principal coming to my bike shop. <laughs> so the principal didn't know I was overseeing this, but stepped on by and then his sons came on by. So only Yahweh can send forth the community to come together and help 
fund something that it would not be so. It's the only one in Shorewood. So only Yeshua can have a plan that these residents and neighbors will come support to see that this be thriving. And when they get the health and wellness products, it's a whole done deal. So they can facilitate with me for a period of time as well as they can get the health and wellness products and services needed and be healthy as well as wealthy. So health and wealth, I believe, go hand in hand when you got Yeshua. But he reigns on the just as well as the unjust. So I'm thankful that he opened doors for me in a time such as this, as well as he's reigning on others, my bike partner next door, that do services and send many in my way that Yeshua is going to deliver him from strongholds and soul ties, and he will be on this call or at the morning call, and he will acknowledge Yeshua as his Savior and not the bottle. And with that, I want to thank Yeshua for this time far spent and preparation time for kingdom work that somebody accepted Yeshua today and that the prayers that I did early this morning with the people was magnified and that they received them and still thinking on those things as they go to sleep in Yeshua's name. Amen and amen. Well, hallelujah. Thank you for that, Dan. Uh, looks like we've got one more. Does Shalaya Sam want to introduce herself and say hi, or should we just uh, move into the reading? Praise be to the great Yahweh Shemayim. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, uh, yeah, I just thank you today for uh, an overwhelming overflow of so many great things. And uh, surely his, his love is the most important of all. And uh, I'm glad that I have those priorities today. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And uh, I don't get lost in the uh, in the mix of things anymore like I did many years ago I pretty much keep my eyes on the prize throughout each day and if there's some things that come my way that are a challenge to deal with then I have to seek him all the more but uh, yeah we had a, uh, a great start our day with Yahweh this morning was uh, pulling into that Sam's Club in Dallas and uh, being able to wait it out until they open this morning. Just be able to take a a good sleep in our little campsite next to a semi truck and uh, enjoy the the power of mobile wheels, you know, uh, mobile home on wheels that, that 
your ability to to be in evangelism and, and uh, business in the marketplace ministry at all times, and uh, we were able to uh, meet some new people, some new community managers that I'd never met before. Later on, when we went over to the business, and I was also able to meet the manager at the Planet Fitness there, and everything was within, you know, like, all within five miles of each other, every stop we had to make, and uh, so it was, it was a real cool little demographic connection to Dallas, and, uh, you know, it is, it is en route between Wisconsin and, uh, and our El Paso property to go through Dallas and Oklahoma City and Branson. So all of these are becoming uh, stronger and stronger positions for us, and I'm grateful for that because there's souls connected to every location now. I've got contacts at every location. And I guess, you know, if there's anything I can encourage you all to do, is just keep meeting new people every day. Make it a point. I'm going to go out. I'm going to show myself friendly. I'm going to put my hand out and say, hi, my name's Rock. What's yours? And uh, in that showing of yourself friendly, let Yah lead. Let him be in the lead of everything. Let him prepare the soil in advance before you go with the seed. And you will see harvest, you know, and I'm grateful that I have trusted him in the in the planting to know that he's going to always lead me to people that I can uh, get something started with them. Now, it might not always be that they're going to come on the line immediately, but that's okay. Whatever I got to do in that moment in time that Yah gives me to share with that other soul in love, and so be it. It's in his hands. And uh, I love that. I'm really grateful for it. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole wide world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. He's got my brothers and my sisters in his hands. He's got the mamas and the papas in his hands. He's got the little, little babies in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands. I love them. And I'm grateful for him that he is my friend and he sticks closer to me than any brother ever could. And he sets the ultimate example for me to follow. And I'm doing my best to walk in that. And I know I fall short from time to time, 
definitely was some real testing even in the last 72 hours. There were several situations that were very challenging, but he's right there. He's right there in the middle of it all. And uh, he brings in that that shalom that passes all understanding. And when that shalom comes in, it just makes everything that was crooked straight. Makes everything that was wrong right. He fixes me. He fixes things. He's the great fixer. He's the ultimate repairman. When it comes to wrinkles, spots, and blemishes, he's got the greatest wrinkle remover right there to do it. He's got the ultimate spot remover right there to do it. And, man, if you ever needed an acne cream to get rid of those blemishes, Yeshua HaMashiach, he owns acne. He owns it. <laughs> yes. And I praise him for it. Hallelujah. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Absolutely everything that Rock just said was completely and 100% true. Uh, he is the great fixer. Funny part about it is we keep running into walls. Um, so, uh, <laughs> thankfully, he doesn't get frustrated having to start over. So, anyways, this is Casting Crowns. When we come back, we will get into our Kodesh reading and our scripture for the day, which is going to be Second Chronicles 7.14, um, looking at it through the lens of the seventh step, humbling ourselves so that Yah can remove effects. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> What did I miss? What was that? Hallelujah. 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 All right. <laughs> That the Lord of all the earth would care to know my name, would care to feel my hurt. Who am I that the bright and morning star would choose to light the way for my ever wandering heart? Not because of who I am. But because of what you've done Not because of what I've done But because of who you are I am a flower quickly fading Here today and gone tomorrow A wave tossed in the ocean You catch me when I'm falling And you 
and it's good to know. Hallelujah. Kodesh Step 10, RIP 2.0, Ruach Reflections, is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying the Kodesh writings seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each Kodesh Kitbe step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the Yah development of the new you. A great suggestion for successful order, orderly transformed recovery love fellowship gathering LFG format is to study in oneness each of the listed Kitbe Kodesh steps for each Kodesh step. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean. Example, as an example, simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, every other day, or even every day love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, private, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, pun intended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast in Love Live or on Love Live, Ruach Remnant Reality Radio, nor does it need to be recorded, but to generate support from multiple locations. The virtual Love Fellowship Gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Kippe Kodesh Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Kippe Kodesh steps. Once we've taken some level of action on any given step, we must monitor our progress through the through the process of our own YAH development. Recording YAHI actions, the actions daily, and or even fleshly actions, gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from Ruach. This check by YAH, love from within, leads us into Teshuva, change, or the way Yeshua to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold, into a new pattern of thinking, a yahold. A paradigm is defined by Noah Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline, within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the Kitvik Kodesh in English literally memorized, while in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation, made available by loving to transform recovery. Our paradigms were definitely influenced by one were definitely influenced by ones misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit, according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Colossians two eight. The Great Rich Bible two thousand twelve. Watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Books of love or Ahava, Yahuwah Yahweh, or I am that I am, Ea Asher Ea. And with that, I will add a hallelujah. I did not have whatever software this was in Google, in my Google, freak out on me once, so I had to reset it and scroll back through to find out where I was reading before. So praise Yah for that. It has been an awesome night, and I'm grateful for it. might sound like a little thing, but trust me, it wasn't. So that having been said, could I get somebody to volunteer to read 
Second Chronicles 7.14 for me. And if I could ask Yami to pray over the reading, hearing, and obeying of the word as we get into it. Some people are driving in cars, and some people are driving cars themselves and probably can't read. So, Yami, if you're able, could you pray over the reading, hearing, and obeying of the word, and I will handle the reading of the scripture. Yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for your for your presence today. We thank you for our Mishpaka. We thank you for hearts and minds of those wanting to reach out to the hurting, homeless, helpless, and heartbroken that so desperately need you, Yah. Whether they're lost in addiction or just in the depths of depression, whatever the situation, Abba, we know that these steps... Our runs to a ladder out of a pit that so many times we've dug for ourselves. Yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just ask that your word fall on good ground. That the seed take root. Rather that you water it and that you cause it to produce and not return void. In the name of Yeshua. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. And my people on whom my name is called shall be humbled and sh- and shall pray and shall seek my face and shall turn back from their ways, from their evil ways. Then I will hear from Shamayim and I will forgive the and I will forgive their sins and will heal their land. I want to read that again because I just didn't like the way I read it. I'm going to start at verse 13. If I shut up the Shammai, if I shut up Shamayim and there is no rain, and if I command the locusts to consume the land, and if I send pestilence among my people, and my people on whom my name is called, shall be humbled, and shall pray and seek my face, and shall turn back, from their evil ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin, and I will hear their land, and I will heal heal their land. Now fifteen says, Now my eyes will be open, my ears attentive to the prayers of this place. Now I'm gonna go back to verse fourteen because I noticed something in there. Um, in the traditional reading from King James, it says, and my people, and if my people, how does it, uh, it's phrased just a little bit differently in the King James. It says, and if my people 
will call on my name. It doesn't say on whom my name is called. It says will call on my name. I believe, Rock, correct me if I'm, incur- if I'm wrong on this, but there's just that little variation. So then my people, and if my people will call on my name, um, it just jumped out at me because there's a difference between on whom my name is called and if they will call on my name. While it's a small difference and it's very, very subtle, it's actually pretty big because on whom my name is called means that throughout time we would have we would have had to agree the other nations would have had to agree that Yahweh's name was just God. It wasn't Yahweh, it wasn't Yahuwah, it wasn't Elohim. It was just some generic term. Now, that's not the main point of this, but it just struck me as you know, there's a specificity here, an actual labeling of the people. These are the people of Yahweh that he is speaking to Solomon about. Yahweh is not speaking to Solomon about just some random people out there. If this would have been a Babylonian deity, he would they would have made, that would have been written down for posterity so they would have known who was speaking. The name was expected to be known, it was expected to be carried forward. Yahweh wants to know or I'm sorry, Yahweh wants it known that he is the that has the capacity and the wherewithal and the authority to change the nature of things and none other. And why did I say he has the nature or has the ability to change the nature of things? Because it says right here in verse 13, if I shut up the heavens and there is no rain, that's a fact of nature. You cannot avoid the rain. You cannot not avoid not getting rain on your own. Yahweh shuts up the heavens. If there's a drought or something like that, it's going to impact everything. And if I command the locust to consume the land, and if I send pestilence among my people, these are things we are seeing going on now with maybe the exception of locusts, but we know that it's happened in the past. And we're left wondering, well, why does God let good things happen to bad people? Or why does, why does Yah allow bad things to happen to good people? 
well, maybe we're not as good as we think we are. Maybe we're not as just and obedient and Kodesh and perfect as we'd like to see ourselves because we look in the looking glass, we look in the mirror, we look in the wash basin, and we see something completely foreign to what Yah sees. And not only do we see that, when we turn from it, we forget what it looks like. Now, while that may not be the case here on this line on a chronic basis, on a consistent basis, we all have to admit that we've been there from time to time. And if we can't admit that, we probably need to get back to it and take a closer look because most of us are regularly looking back at it and checking ourselves to see if that reflection coming back at us is a reflection of Yeshua and not the reflection of scribe or whoever we happen to be. It says, and my people who are called, on whom my name is called, shall be humbled. So he's using the lack of rain and the locust and the pestilence to humble Israel. And that humbling is going to cause them to pray. They're being forced into repentance. They're being coerced into repentance only because they forced Yah's hand. But now Yah is saying, you've got this temple here. You've got my presence. You can revere this place as a place where I'll reside. Look to it when you acknowledge your evil ways and turn from your evil ways with a genuine and sincere heart at a contrite heart, then I, Yahweh, will hear from heaven and he'll forgive their sins and will heal their land. So as much as there's a correction, there is a promise. It's just a matter of are we going to look at step seven in the light of life in the shadow of death, and actually ask him to remove our shortcomings. We can be thankful that we, as individuals, haven't had 4,000 years of shortcomings piling up on top of us that we have to repent from. We don't have to wait for a temple to be built just to repent. We can erect an altar in our hearts. We can we can create a war room in our homes. 
and know that we can meet Yahweh there at any time, that we know that we can meet Yeshua there at any time, at any time, and just ask. Step seven is positioned in such a way where it's Yeshua saying, knock, ask, seek, find. It really is as simple as that. Are we so tired of ourselves? Are we so tired of ourselves that we are almost rattling the pearly gates off their hinges just to get a response from Shamaim? And if we're not, should we be? And if we disagree with that statement, with that idea, are you so satisfied with who you are when you turn away from that wash basin, that looking glass? that you don't have to get emotionally involved in your repentance. I know I do. I mean, I didn't even know, I I didn't really know where the Ruach was going to take this part of the program right now, but I can tell you this, there was something stirring in me I came close to this, but it, was, but it was more than this. And I don't know why it didn't come out that way. All I do know is that I do have to get to some more writing. So again, the ultimate question is, well, actually, it's not the ultimate question, but how have you interacted how has verses 13 and 14 impacted your life today and were you in the Ruach HaKadosh or in your own yucca flesh I would have to say I was in the Ruach HaKadosh to a good extent Five and a half to say maybe a seven if I'm you know if I'm being generous. Um, but hallelujah with that I will pass to whoever wants to share next. The line is open. Hallelujah. Somebody's making noise over there. Don't realize they're unmuted. Who be that? I I guess that must be me because my, um, you know, I couldn't see the face because it went dark on my screen. Sorry. 
Oh, wow. Well, hallelujah. I'm in the process of going through the changing of um, my uh, um, direction. Uh, I'm meeting new people, running into people I need to renew relationship with, and all of them um, seem to play a part in Yah's plan for me. Um, I'm thankful for the freedom that I don't even completely understand yet, but as a young child, I was um, attacked and probably, um, you know, influenced by a horribly demon that made me full of fear, and I know that gone, and I know that I'm having um, leeway, having my friend who is my age, because of my breakthrough, I have been able to lay hands on her, and she said she's never felt what she did before and it's because of Yeshua it's because I in his timing he delivered me so that I could pass it on and that's one thing I want to remember always that those things let us all remember when we are delivered from something then we have conquered that land that the devil possessed and so he can't fool us any longer and we can um, let the Ruhat flow through us because we've become vessels of honor and he can use us to bring Yah's deliverance, Yah's healing to those that are stuck in that we've been come out, came out of. And so shall we be saved from that enemy, and so shall we snatch others from the fire. And I suppose that would characterize me as a demon hunter. Only I'm just the vessel that the Ruhat is um, using as bait so that he can deliver. And so getting out of my flesh and letting him bring those he wants to me, um, it's an easy demon hunter. It's an easy thing. And um, he brings to us all we need to have a life of yaliness, to be ruled by peace, and to 
be vessels of honor that the Ruhat can flow through. And I'll pass with that. Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Yami. Appreciate it. That was a good word. Who's next? Marissa, you're still muted if you're listening. Hallelujah. Who's next? Well, I'm guessing I put everybody... Oh, there's Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Was that... uh... Oh, go ahead, Dan. Well, I just, man, um, come before his presence with earnestly seeking his divine wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And in the midst of his people that's called by his name, humbling themselves and pray, seeking his divine wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, from wicked ways. Um, kind of, kind of was in and out during most of this call, um, and uh, missed quite a bit. And thankful to Yeshua Hamashiach for a mighty, miraculous move, but also getting the rest that I have need of in between times. Sometimes taking a nap or Rest break at a time convenient when I'm trying to get things accomplished. But that may have been well mine went silent for quite a while this evening. So we pray safety, we thank Yeshua for safety over rock and sand as they travel with the family, friends and loved ones. All things work together for good of them that love Yeshua. So have your way in Yeshua HaMashiach, mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate it. Glad to have you on the line tonight. Who will be next? All right, I'm muting Dan. Marissa, if you're free, if you're able to talk, you can unmute yourself. I'm trying to, for whatever reason, it's not unmuting for me. take a music break here and we'll come back in a minute or four and see if somebody else wants to share. This is no
no doubt about it by we the kingdom.
have any more contributors to the program tonight? Everybody comments on the verse. Hallelujah. Going, going, gone. We are going to move into our Just for Today reading. JFTNA, a 12-step failure, July 25th, 2022. Having had a spiritual awakening as a result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to addicts and to practice these principles in all our affairs. There is no such thing as a failed 12-step fall, even if our prospect doesn't get clean. We have accomplished two purposes. We have planted the seed of recovery in the mind of the addict with whom we have shared our experience of strength and hope. And we ourselves have stayed clean another day. Rarely does a recovering addict leave a 12-step call with anything but a deal with anything but a deep dose of gratitude. Sometimes we are practicing the 12th step without realizing it. When our coworkers or other acquaintances know some of our history and see what kind of person we are today, they know where to go when they have a friend or loved one in need of help. We are often the best attraction that NA has to offer. For many addicts, the 12th step is the cornerstone of recovery. We truly believe that we can only keep what we have by giving it away. The paradox of the 12th step is evident, for in giving, we receive. Just for today, I will remember that I am a living example of Yeshua HaMashiach. I cannot fail when I try to carry the message to another addict. Hallelujah. Praise Yah. Philippians 4, 4 through 9, unless Marissa is there and can get herself unmuted, or if she's falling asleep, either way, does not matter. We're going to roll. Rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your humility be known to all men. Our master is at hand. Do not worry about anything. But in everything by prayer and by petition with thanksgivings, let your requests be made known to Elohim. And the shalom of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, will keep your hearts and your minds through Messiah Yeshua. Finally, my brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honest, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever lovely, whatever good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, Think on these things, and what things you learned and received and heard and saw in me. Practice these things, and the Elohim of Shalom will be with you. Hallelujah. And Yamen. Well, hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. That is RIP 2.0 Ruach Reflections for tonight. We are glad you joined us. We will be right back here tomorrow morning 
or praise, prayer, decree, and declare, starting your day Yah's way at 6.37 Central, 7.37 Eastern, 5.37 Mountain, and 4.37 Pacific, depending on which time zone you're in. We thank you for your company tonight. We're glad you're part of the Mishpaka. Abba Yah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for our time together tonight. We thank you for the word that went out. Abba, we thank you for a transparent body that's willing to listen for your voice. that's willing to share strength and hope into the lives of others. Abba, we thank you for the miracle of technology, for the fact that this simple effort can be heard around the world. Yeah, we just ask that the hearts that are touched by it would be changed would receive you and would become Galal Talmudim as you direct those paths. Abba, again, we thank you for all that you've done and we give you all the kabod, all the esteem, all the honor, all the praise because we know that without you, We are nothing. In the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. And yeah, man, this is safe to wrap us up. Mm-hmm.